studio up here in third floor Robinson Hall of Dartmouth Dartmouth Radio shout out to everyone listening on tune if you saw my Instagram store appreciate you appreciate you a lot uh, we're happy to be back here talking about soccer in the second episode of Stoppage Time how are you feeling Ari? I'm feeling great it's a beautiful day beautiful time to be in Hanover New Hampshire beautiful days call for beautiful things and this is the beautiful game we are back a new episode a new time to shine what's on the agenda today well we're going to be talking about a lot of things ranging from we have the Prem. We got, uh, we're going to talk about my favorite player currently in form, Eden Hazard. Mm, mm, mm. um, so there's an international break right now for soccer, but we're going to break down stuff from this past week. Also going to talk about international break, touching moments from today. So super exciting breakdown. And, of course, we started with a beautiful song, Waving Flag um, by Kanan. It was kind of a, uh, the Coca-Cola celebration mix, unofficial song of the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. We're going to run through some Prem rundown. Did you watch the Man City-Liverpool game this weekend? I did not. I did not catch that. Don't worry. I watched it. Didn't miss much. Um, you zero zero. Yeah, you didn't miss, miss as badly as uh, Riyad Mahrez did. With that I, I, watched that. I watched that. I watched that. It was painful. So basically, Liverpool played Man City at the weekend um, as the big hilt for the season to decide the title. Ended up, it seems like the out. Yeah, I mean, coming into this game, it's supposed to be the two Titans, right? Man City, Liverpool, two title contenders this year. It was going to decide. It's kind of like Man City, Man United used to be back in the Ferguson days. See which team is going to get the upper hand, which team is going to get those three points to push them through. And it was 0-0. Man City had the chance and did it was not a, take advantage of it. Yeah, penned by um, or fouled by Virgil van Dijk in the box on Gabriel. No, it was on Sané, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was on Sané. And basically, you saw there was some tension because Gabriel Jesus, who subbed on as a striker from Brazil for mm-hmm, um, Sergio mm-hmm. Aguero, came on, 
he was going to take the pen. That's his job. His job yeah. is center forward. But there was from the sideline, Ben Mendy ran in. Ben Mendy ran in. He got word from Guardiola that Mara should take the pen. Mara's pointed to Jesus saying, no, Jesus is going to take it. But they forced him to take it, and he seemed... So that's the problem right there. You, yeah. throw, you throw him off the feng shui. He was rattled. They have he, no... They have no if you're a, if you're a professional soccer player, you're coming to that game. You say I'm taking the penalties today. I know where I'm putting it. You get you get told by the manager, nope, someone else. That guy's no idea where he's putting it. Put it right over. Exactly. That's what's supposed. That's what happens. Seems like uh, <laughs> no no one's found the ball yet. It's still sore in his face. <laughs> so that's a tough moment for Rian Mars. I really want to see him do well at Man City. I didn't like how he left Leicester. He kind of faded off, but he was great in Leicester's title winning season. So I want to see him do well at Man City. And honestly. It was a class act by, um, or like a class game by Liverpool and Man City. They just cancel each other out. I'm looking forward to maybe seeing them in the future. So uh, it was a really good result for us. Uh, Let's hype up that rematch. Hype up that rematch. But it, I saw a, a billion people ended up watching the game. A billion people? A billion, a billion people. A billion slightly disappointed people, but it's fine. Next, uh, one, next one, maybe we'll hit two billion. Yeah, so the Ch- Chelsea, as a Chelsea fan, <coughs> bring up Chelsea already. <laughs> I love that result because now Chelsea is second in the or tied for first in the league at 20 points. And honestly, amazing this year because the title race is so close. No team has broken away yet. Um, there are three teams sitting at 20 points Manchester City, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Arsenal. It'd be a great run of four. Arsenal and both have 18 points. Yeah, I mean. That, Five teams are a win away from capturing the number one spot. Yeah, it's, it's honestly it's amazing to see that title race close. In the past few years, it hasn't been. That tight, so I'm hoping it'll stay this way and Chelsea can maybe pull ahead. Uh, I'm honestly impressed by Arsenal since the start of the season was a little rough for them, but they, yeah. they've strung together a good five wins in a row, best form no, in football right now. I think it might be all comps like seven or eight, so they're doing really well. Really well, mm-hmm. yeah. And Unai Emery ball is proving well. I don't, I don't know if you saw that on on Instagram. It was going around the team goal Arsenal had. Yeah, the team that? goal. I From saw the that back all so, the way to the top. Exactly. So Arsenal played Fulham and they beat them five one. But there was an incredible team goal by Arsenal. There was juggling on the head, like back heel and like scorpion kicks. It was amazing. It was a clear Granted, it's Fulham's defense. They're a newly promoted team. But uh, what you gonna do about that? Exactly. Arsenal has some beautiful goals. Not gonna lie. And with Lacazette and Aubameyang up top, they're looking good. Lacazette playing like a team. Playing, playing so like well. a team. Ramsey's goal. Did you see Ramsey's goal? I did not. So the ball was uh, like came in from the left side. He did like a back heel flip, like beautiful. Like oh yeah, it, he it was amazing. It was incredible, and he stuck it right in the in the corner off the post and in. Wow, beautiful. It reminds me of the the whole team play at one time with Giroud's goal for Arsenal that they scored. Mm. I think it was two two or three years ago, uh, where he had that the scorpion. Is that what? yeah the, the scorpion. scorpion. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, so Grant, Grant, shout out to Arsenal. Shout out to my Arsenal fans out there. Um, we see you. We see you. All right, and we'll also talk about the last result from this past Sunday was Chelsea three over. Southampton 3-0 over Are you even surprised? No. Are you even shocked? I didn't ask that to prove himself. I am shocked because Ross Barkley and Alvaro Morata scored, which <laughs> is kind of a big surprise. Um, Eden Hazard is in an amazing run of form. We're going to talk about him later on the show. Break definitely, down, Break definitely. down his career and his beautiful run of form. Um, so, honestly, other than the the big game, it uh, oh, oh, Man United. oh, oh, okay, we can't skip that. We, we cannot, that. we cannot skip over that. Okay, talk about Man Let me set the scene. Okay. Man United, at home. At home? At home, yeah, at home, which was... Man United at home. But I will, I, okay, Jose Mourinho, the coach. Yeah. 
the camera went to him a lot. The camera went to some disappointed fans. So a little biased there, but go on. Set the scene. Set the scene. Home game. Time for redemption. Mourinho's job basically on the line. He came from a rally where he asked, he asked Man United fans, you got to back me. If you want the team to do well, you have to support me. And he comes into this game. See, I don't even like that. I don't like the manager taking he, precedent over the players of the team, making his personality too big. I, he, he, that's Mourinho for you. That's, yeah. what he, that's what he does. It's 2 nothing after halftime. And it looks like there's no chance. United is in the pits. They're done. Suddenly, it's 1-2. to two. And it's 2-2. Two to two. And then, in the very last minutes of the game... Okay, that 2-2, two to two, Juan Mata's goal, his free kick. Juan Mata is clutch. Like, people forget about him. He's getting older now. A little Spanish. Don't just say that because he played for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> his free kick from the right side was beautiful. Okay, continue, continue. 1-2. to 2-2. Two. Two to two. 90th minute, Alexis Sanchez. Who I... I, I had said earlier... We've been sleeping on him. I had said earlier that his best performance in a Man U jersey was in that uh, in that release of his transfer when he played the piano, the little <laughs> promo video. That was his best. <laughs> his prior, best to, prior to this, that was his best performance in a Man U kit. He saved the day. He may have saved Mourinho his job for now. They won 3-2 to two at home over Newcastle United. Yeah, that was a really good season. Newcastle that. United, one of the only three teams right now in the Premier League without a win. So my question to you... Huddersfield Town, Newcastle United, Cardiff City. Three teams that have no wins yet in the Premier League. Which one is the first team to get that win? Oh, to get that win. To get that win. Which team is it for you? Fulham hasn't won either yet, right? They've won. One game. Fulham? Yep. Uh, okay. Um, Huddersfield, Newcastle, I do. I do love little Hud-Hud. <laughs> Hud-Hud is... What did you just call them? Hud-Hud. <laughs> Hud-Hud? <laughs> yes, little Hud-Hud. <laughs> Hud-Hud is always great to watch. Um, Newcastle just sad since they used to be such a good team in the Prem. I'm going to go with Hud-Hud. Huddersfield Town, really? Huddersfield Town. They'll get the first up. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I, I think it's Newcastle against Brighton Hove at home. Oh, wait. No, no. Next Huddersfield week? is playing Liverpool next? Huddersfield plays Liverpool okay, next. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll give it to... But it doesn't have to be next game. All three teams could still lose. True. That's true. Very true. Watch out for Newcastle this week. <laughs> Big win. Big win. Big win. All right, so should we check out the table? Basically, we have Manchester City, 20 points. Chelsea, 20 points. Liverpool, 20 points. Arsenal, Tottenham. Man U's at eighth right now. Um, Everton was playing well towards the beginning of the season, not as much anymore. So it's kind Bournemouth. Of, Bournemouth, yeah. They're climbing. Bournemouth are climbing. They were promoted to the league three years ago, and they've been stay- – they've stayed. Yeah, they've stayed up. Yeah. They beat Leicester, four to two. They lost to Burnley. Then they beat Crystal Palace and they beat Watford by large margins too. It's like four nothing, four to two. They they're scoring team. I actually saw a stat today, stat alert, that Bournemouth is scoring the fourth most goals in the Premier League at the moment. Wow, they've scored sixteen. That's two per game. Not many teams can say that. No, not many teams. Not even Tottenham can say that. Fourth highest scoring team in the league. Tottenham are kind of irrelevant now, though, I feel. Irrelevant? Irrelevant. Why? Uh, because they have so many injuries. I mean, Harry Kane isn't scoring. They've, won three, in a wo- they've won three in a row. Okay. They're okay. playing West Ham next. Could be four in a row. Yeah. I, ta- I mean, Tottenham are always going to be up there. They're in that discussion. They're in that they're top five. They're always competitive, but they're, they're, in they're never. I, don't, I mean, they've never won a trophy. Have they? No. I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. 
they've been close, but no. All right, so we're going to throw it out to some more music right now. What are you feeling, Arie, with the song? <laughs> Enjoy Waka Waka by Shakira. Africa! 
time i hear fifa songs i get in the mood i just imagine myself like the hours spent on ultimate team just all that stuff you're an ultimate team kind of guy big ultimate team guy also i'm a big career guy career Career mode mode. yeah okay respect as the coach or as the player the the manager of course the manager okay yeah i i created you you become a player they start learning you out to like sc paderborn and like the third division yeah i had to spend a few years in the lower leagues as as i'm a soccer player yeah, it's it's difficult life. I feel bad for these loanies. Like when I see that, I I identify with their struggle now. Yeah, and then like they loaned me out to this weird team called Arsenal once. And oh I was my like, god! Oh, oh god! Who are like, they? No, I don't know. I had to get out of there quick. Yeah, yeah. Cause retire at <laughs> yeah, that point. Retire at that point. Honestly, like soccer is over. Pop, <laughs> pop your ACL. Like exactly. can't play anymore. Sorry. Okay, so we're gonna break down. Now we're on this topic anyway. Of course. Talk about FIFA 19. FIFA 19. FIFA 19. I bought it this past weekend. Oh, congratulations. Or I had it this past weekend. I bought it past week. Incredible game. Oh, yeah? Absolutely incredible. I haven't gotten the invite to play it yet? Not yet, because I don't have a PlayStation here, but I'll oh. find. we'll find somewhere. We'll find somewhere. We'll I got a PlayStation somewhere. in my room. You do? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know that. Come through. Okay, I have it. I have it. We'll play. We'll play after. Uh, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> so basically, FIFA 19, biggest update is the kickoff mode. I'm okay. gonna uh, EA Sports. I want um, some money for this, by the way. But biggest update is the kickoff mode. It has home and away. It has house rules that involve you can once you you, you play a game and once you score, you your one player gets taken off the field. So oh no you go way. down a man. Yeah. Wow. You'd also do only volleys. You can do n- no rules where you just can foul and be offsides and all that good stuff. Wow. I played it. I put it in the PlayStation and downloaded everything. The opening was they put you right in a game. PSG versus Juventus, Champions League. They had the player walkouts that came down from the, the locker room. The the music was playing. These are the champ. Oh, oh yeah, amazing. Yeah. I, I was gotta love it. I was sitting next to my little brother, Cam. Shout out to Cam if he's listening. Uh, and I was just completely nerding out about it. Hearing the music and seeing all the players, the graphics are incredible. All the fans, all the so the EA Sports worked hard and they got the licensing for the Champions League this year. And so they can have all the all the same scoreboard graphics. It's even down to the commentators and just the little like instant replays they do. Absolutely incredible to see EA Sports working hard to get that for all the soccer fans out there. And it feels like you love to see it. You love to see it. It looks like a real game when when you're playing. Honestly, the game is fluid. FIFA 19, the shot is a little weird. You have to do if you want to do a time shot. It's hard to control. Uh, okay. The defense is a little different. But I feel like once more practice, we'll just practice. Practice yeah. for every, uh, especially over that winter and break that long that <laughs> long time we have. Uh, for seeing a lot of FIFA in my future during that. Uh, but incredible game. And 
I love playing with all the new players. Ronaldo and Juventus feels fluid. Juventus mm-hmm. is probably the best team in the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. A little. You, you, Ronaldo isn't as OP or overpowered as he has been in, in recent years. Yeah. But overall, great experience. FIFA 19, 10 out of 10, would recommend to anyone. Wow. Okay. I've actually been seeing a lot of, like, really funny glitches online. Really? Where, like, yeah. Like, oh, the Virgil van Dyke thing? You no, if you're in a penalty shootout, apparently. Oh. I saw this one. You, like, you get into penalty shootout. You then... Like, you, he saves it and he goes behind the goal. Somehow you earn a corner kick on a PK shootout. I saw this video today. That's weird. Some guy, like, freaking out about this glitch. Yeah. Yeah, there are always some random glitches sometimes, you know. But overall, quality, quality, quality game. All right, we're going to play a little more music, and we'll be right back. This is Adrenaline from FIFA 17. All right, welcome back. Now we have a special guest with us, Matthew Coffin, here to talk about soccer. Welcome, Matthew. Thanks, Gavin. Yeah, I'll pull it up a little closer. There we go. Okay, so tell us about why you like soccer, how you got into it, everything. Uh, all right, well, I've been playing since I was about three, and then I got into it 
um, just watching, probably watching pretty intensely uh, when I was when I was around ten, and round just kind of I don't know I, just watching some of uh, Ronaldo's clips at that time really got me into it, and I've been a pretty avid fan ever since. Who's your so favorite player? Favorite player? Well, I mean it was Ronaldo, but him leaving that that hurt hurt my heart really. So now I'd probably have to say Asensio. Asensio, okay. Definitely, yeah. I, I saw you repping the, the Asensio jersey in the Real Madrid kit. Oh, yeah. Look at fire. <laughs> okay, so basically, as we all know, all the soccer fans know out there, Real Madrid has not been in great form recently. Yeah. Haven't been able to score goals. What do, what do you think about it? Um, I mean, I really think it's just all adjustment. If you look at where they were last season, uh, they're definitely in better position than they were. They had lost a bunch of tough matches. And, I mean, over the summer, obviously, Zidane leaving was pretty tough. And Lopetegui coming in, uh, it's all a big adjustment. So I think they're in a good place for the situation that they're in. Are you telling me losing to Alves is an adjustment? Are you, do you think you really think that this is just a small roadblock to the greater goal? Just a little back on Real Madrid lost this weekend 1-0 to Alves, I think, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, last season it was kind of the same thing. I believe they were in a worse situation. I think they lost a couple of goals to zero against Girona, if I remember correctly. And so, I mean, it's just, it's still early in the season. And, I mean, you see the form that they can be in. They won 3-0 against Roma, a team that destroyed Barcelona last season. So you know they have the talent. It's just putting everything together and... Marcelo's been injured, Isco's been injured. So when they get everyone back and get the rotation together, I think things will start clicking again. How do you respond to criticism that you're a Real Madrid fan because you're a front runner? Or a bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, but I'll I mean, I stuck with them when Ronaldo left and I'm It's been half a year. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I've been a fan since as long as I can remember. I haven't supported any other team. So call me a bandwagoner, but I'll embrace it. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I'd like to see. Much love for the uh, the big the big team supporters, oh, yeah. Chelsea, Real Madrid out here. Oh, yeah. But we never supported any other team, you know. Would never change sides. <laughs> okay, so um, also it seems like there's been a general theme of sleeping giants across uh, not in England but across other leagues. Like Bayern Munich hasn't been doing that well lately, and Real Madrid is not doing that well. Barcelona is not in great form either. Um, I can you give us a little insight into Kareem Benzema's oh, yeah. Ballon d'Or pick? Actually, okay, yeah. We want we have to hear this from the mouth of a true fan. What what makes him better than other players in Europe? Coming in with background again, Kareem Benzema won. Oh no, he's nominated for the Ballon d'Or, which is the best f- soccer player in the world. Um, and he didn't score that many goals last season. <coughs> he did. He won the World Cup. Right. No, he wasn't on. He the, wasn't even on the. He wasn't on the national. Okay, I thought he was on the bench. I was like, no, he never saw him came in. The sex tape scandal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's not really a great guy either. That wow. turns out. Um. Why is he getting this award? Tell us. Can you tell us? Can you? You don't have to advocate for him, but what do you think about it? I mean, honestly, like he doesn't deserve it. I. I mean, I'm pretty sure Lewandowski wasn't nominated and. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, he wasn't. I'm jumping on the bandwagon also with not liking strikers too much. Morata needs to play better. Kareem Benzema Ooh. needs to score more goals. Morata, hate to see it. I hate to see it. Hey, but, you know, <laughs> give him a chance, maybe. I mean, 
mean, I think he did score a pretty nice goal this weekend, didn't he? Yeah, he did, but like, but he didn't score. Well, it's fine. Yeah, I like Olivier Giroud, if you can't tell. But Morata, I respect as well. I do have I his like jersey, him. Olivier Giroud oh. for Chelsea. Um, I do respect Morata actually. Just it's fun. It's it's easy to jump on the bandwagon against players like against Benzema because they're just such high profile. Yeah. He, Benzema did have that one goal on um, was it Karius when he took the ball away in the Champions League final yeah, last year. But that's I mean that's the only <laughs> thing I remember him. Anyone, <laughs> yeah, anyone could have done that. Wasn't Karius concussed? Come on, that was the excuse. That was by there. Ramos technically. <laughs> like, Ramos the dirtiest player. Yeah, talk about Sergio Ramos. Do you like him having him on your team? I feel like he's a Diego Costa type player where. Okay. If he's not on your team, you hate his guts. Yeah. But if he's on mm. your team, you love him. All right. I mean, I love Sergio Ramos. I think there it is. he's the heart and soul of the team, honestly. Like, he's been there probably 10-plus seasons now, and he's the leader of the team by far. And, I mean, if your leader won't do that for you, who will? Have you ever seen a game? Have you been there? Oh, yeah. I have not been to uh, Madrid, but that's the reason I want to go on my uh, off-term, definitely, just to go to as many games as possible. Well, that's me too. I want to off terms. I want to travel in Europe yeah. and just go to soccer games. Yeah, oh, that'll be crazy. I actually, I've have told you this. I've been to a Real Madrid game in like Santiago Bernabeu, like in Spain. What? It was so. I it was exchange trip, and I came off the plane. Literally that the night I came off, like the, that day, I got three hours of sleep, two hours of sleep on the on the plane over. That was crazy. It, it seemed like a dream. It seemed like a dream. Uh, stadium is beautiful. It's really kind of like um, like steep. I didn't realize we were up way up in the nosebleeds. It was crazy, and you can smoke in the stadium, which is whack. Like I, I didn't know. That. So, um, but the whole experience, the the whole ground was, the pitch was beautiful, the whole stadium was beautiful. Ronaldo scored four goals. It was against Celta Vigo, uh, so that, it was a great experience. So I would definitely recommend going there. And have you seen the new um, like developments for the stadium? Mm, no, I have not. But I actually have been to a Madrid game at a MetLife Stadium oh. against Bayern, so, and that was awesome. I mean, you, a lot of half the game was scrubs playing, but uh, that was still a great experience. So you're saying Murata played in that game? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll also finish up with our La Liga wrap-up. Atletico Madrid won, and Barcelona versus Valencia was 1-1. So it seems like sleeping giants a little bit, but maybe we'll nothing, take up Nothing is happening right now in La Liga. Sevilla's up top, Barcelona second, Atletico third, Real Madrid fourth, Espanyol fifth. It's tight, though. It is tight. It is tight. There are... Currently, six teams a win away from being number one in the table. I mean, I think it's just better for La Liga, if anything. I mean, people always say that it's a two-team, sometimes three-team league. So this will. So are we hearing that La Liga league. is better without Ronaldo? Oh. Is that what we're hearing right now? I mean, is that a hot take? Could be. Could be. Hot take alert. Hot take. Yeah. Definitely. I think the Italian league is better with Ronaldo. I agree. I mean, no one. It's hard to watch the Italian league games here in America. Yeah, and now that it's like on ESPN Plus exclusively, I mean, not that many people have that, so it's even harder to watch games now. True. Also, like in terms of coverage, I see that TNT is now covering the Champions League games through Bleacher Report Live. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, because it always used to be Fox Sports One, and then yeah. Fox covering everything. Um, so that's good. They're diversified. Shout out to shout out to expansion. Shout out to new soccer stations. We'd love to see it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to give you a fun <laughs> fact in La Liga. Christian Stuani is leading in goal scoring right now. Who? Christian Stuani from Middlesbrough. Remember when he was there? Yeah. And he's he's in La Liga now on Girona, who are a floundering team. 
He scored one goal every game. Eight goals in eight games. Leading the league. Better than Lionel Messi. Where's Bale at? Bale's not even on the list. They must have a porous defense, Girona, because if he's scoring that many goals, they have a neg three goals. Bale has three goals in seven games. Girona is terrible, but Stuani is lighting it up. He's the Ronaldo replacement that we needed. We. We, as the fans of the game. I don't know. I still would put, I'm going to put my money on Barcelona for the season. I want to see them do well in the, um, the Champions League. I want to see them do well in uh, La Liga. I, I do not. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah. Just, and that wasn't just to spite you. I, as an expert on soccer from expert. the game. The expert. The expert. Expert of the game. Expert of the game. Hours and hours of film watched. Played, mm. played the formations. I played with Barcelona, FIFA 19. They play well. Okay. Mm. Okay. Do you want to move on? And we'll talk about the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga. Take a flight over to Germany. Okay. Take a train ride. Take a train ride. Oh, true. We, with a Euro, we just hop on the train. We're frugal out here. <laughs> We're frugal out here. All right. So we have Dortmund leading the league, which is surprising. Um, they've seemed to pull out a, a wins in the last few games that are ridiculous comebacks and high scoring, too. I think they beat the last team 4-3. Highest goal differential in the league right now? 15. They're scoring a lot of goals. Um, they have Paco Al- Alcacer, yeah. and from formerly of Barcelona, and he's he's playing well. Christian Pulisic is playing well. Oh yeah, yeah. My boy right there. They've won three in a row. <laughs> They've won three in a row, and they're looking solid. RB Leipzig follows in second. Munchen Gladbach. I don't know. I've never know how to say it. Munchen Gladbach. Yes. Oh. 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 Okay. I see you. And uh, and then we have Werder Bremen, Hertha, and Bayern. Bayern in sixth. Ridiculous! They. I heard of Berlin actually beat Bayern this season. Let's not forget. And they're they also, menace. They have a really, that really cool stadium we talked about last week, right? With the, yeah. the Olympic Stadium, is so cool. Hertha Berlin. No. Hertha uh, Berlin. Yeah, Hertha Berlin. Yeah. I I don't follow the Bundesliga too much. I know they are on Fox Sports One, but it's hard to follow. I I think Bayern has this weird cycle where they win the league and then they get a new coach, and then. They like tr- bring in their old coach well, again. Last year, like Hankis, he was just too old. Yeah. He was a great coach, though. Yeah, great coach. I mean, Bayern are expected to win. It's hard to keep up the wins every year, so it's really good to see. They've been on a downward, downward tilt at the moment, though. Two, yeah. two league games dropped. It, it's tied good to before mix it up. that. It's good to mix it up, though. We want to see them win Ajax. every year. They tied Ajax in the Champions League. Oh, Ajax is really good this year. Also, they just have to hold on to their players. Yeah, Ajax from uh, the Netherlands is playing really well. I'm a big uh, Leipzig fan. I'm a bi- I'm big on uh, Timo Werner, War- Timo Burner. Werner, uh, Emil Forsberg. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who else? Uh, Poulsen. Yeah, I think. Okay. Love playing with them on FIFA also. Yeah. Score bangers with uh, Forsberg. Leipzig actually won six nothing this week. Really. Big job. How do you feel about Rebel Salzburg beating Rebel Leipzig though? Uh, I don't even. Where's Salzburg in the table? They're in Austria. They're in Austria. Oh, it was it was in. What was it? The chance? Yeah, no, it was in the Europa, Europa League. League. Europa League. Had to be Europa League. Europa League. Yeah. You have to say it like that. It's not like it's close <laughs> to the Champions yeah, League. It's like people. Eastern European. Like Chelsea played the team from Hungary. They beat Europa League. That's really, that's really gnarly. Yes. That's what I think of when I hear about Europa League. Except Arsenal always usually finishes up there. So <laughs> I, guess, hey, I guess that fits for the kind of subpar teams. But uh, moving on from that, that roast of Arsenal. Nah. Um, what do you think about Eden Hazard possibly moving to Real Madrid? Do you like the links? I mean, 
just with Fiorentina Perez, he, he has to buy someone eventually, whether it be Neymar or Hazard. It's looking like Hazard wants to go. I, I think he would fit in well. I mean, personally, I like Asensio more in the center, maybe even going striker. Um, and Hazard would fit in nicely on the left side. I actually heard a new rumor today. Raheem Sterling is being looked at yeah. now by Real Madrid. Really? Really. Yeah, I, I saw that. Would, I you, would you rather have Sterling or Eden Hazard right now? Absolutely not Sterling. Why not? He's not, he's not a clutch player. The, you need, yeah. Real Madrid need goals. They need consistency. He's with the, he, Raheem Sterling, to me, embodies what you need in a British, in a Premier League team. That's my opinion. I think he's not cut out for the Spanish leagues. Oh, not at all. I think he's too soft. I think he's a lot of speed. Definitely agree. He's a great flank guy. He's a great link-up with De Bruyne kind of guy. But he needs another guy to do the scoring for him. Maybe he follows it up on the rebound. Eden Hazard, what do you think he's worth? If you had to to be a Real Madrid fan and say, what are we willing to pay for this guy? I mean, based on the market, I'd say he's probably around $200 at least. Do you think... (coughs) Would you rather have Mbappe right now? Oh, absolutely. You'd rather have Mbappe Definitely right have now? Mbappe. I, just youth-wise, the team's so young right now with Asensio, Durante, um, up-and-coming Vinicius, uh, you know, Lunin, mm-hmm. uh, Russian keeper. I think Mbappe would fit in nicely there. If, you, if Neymar wanted to come back to La Liga, but he's upset at Barcelona, would you take him in? Oh, of course. Of course. 100%. Really? Definitely. I... I mean, it's, you can't pass up Neymar. And he's such a such a Galactico player. He's also such a crybaby. Yeah, I mean, so is Ronaldo. So. <laughs> Say what you will. He's a great player and would definitely mesh 100%. All right, you heard it here first. All right, so we're going to move on to... Actually, we're... We'll say goodbye to you, Matthew, before, before we don't want to. Oh, we'll stay. You can stay, right? You have time? Okay, we'll stay. So, basically, we're going to do a new segment right now, which is a famous commentary around from like from history and see if you guys can recognize some, some of these ones. So, we'll play this one first, and then we'll describe it. QBR fans are jumping up and down. Maybe there's more news. Oh, no. News for them. You had to do me like that. Had to do you had Sunderland. to do me like that. Manchester United have done all they can. That really wow. goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero. Oh, Aguero. Oh, that's legendary. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Oh man. Who no, is? not goosebumps. I remember this game so well. So, do I. so well. Absolutely not. No. Mayhem. All right, so okay, I remember this game so well. Okay. I, as a QBR fan, come bouncing out of. I was pre- I was taking karate lessons that day actually. Karate. Lessons. I remember this so well. I came out. My dad was waiting for me. He was like, "We're up to nothing on Man City, and like we're fighting to save our season, right? Because we're like on the borderline of relegation." And he's like, "The other games, like so and so and so and so," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Jump in the car, iPads open. So like an iPad one. We're listening to this, right? We're like following this. Refreshing the page every second. Dejabriel Sisse was his name. Dejabriel Sisse. He had like scored for QPR. It was like a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. He's this like 
I don't know, he's this like African soccer player who like bleached like a mohawk into his head. I was like, whatever, that's weird, but you scored, that's fine. You can do that. He makes like men's like skirts now or something. Like I saw a video about that recently. It's kind of strange, but so we're winning. We're like we're clear now. We're like oh my gosh, we're through. It turns out the other team that we needed to like lost anyhow. We're like okay, we can we can give it up. And then Joey Barton gets a red card. It's like one goal back. Just, Two just, goal well, back. just I love this. Just a little backup for us. So this was um, Man City versus QPR on the final day of the season. And was it 2013? 2013. The the table was really tight at the top. And basically, Man City had to win because Man because Menu had won. Um, so the, and they were down two goals late in the game. Go on, you got this, already. Okay. Take it away. Okay. So no. So Jabros to say equalizes the game, and then it changes everything. And that was like, oh my gosh, like we, we we're we're in the running, and like we we're safe, and Alex Ferguson's safe. We're like, this is this is it. Joey Barton gets sent off, red card, against his former club. Not liking that, whatever. 24 minutes left, right? And then all we hear on the radio is, Aguero, Aguero, Aguero. What is happening? What is happening? Tell me. Don't say Aguero. Tell me what just happened. They scored. 3-2. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. We're safe, but that's embarrassing. Every video from now on with Aguero is just going to be just trampling gone. us. Yeah. Just we are like the laughing stock of the league that we couldn't hold off for like 10 more seconds. Like, we could have just cleared the ball. Aguero no. had a free run in the box. I remember watching this so many times. He <sighs> just got the ball in, look, turn, boom, goal. Absolutely. Should not have happened. Should it, not have happened. The commentary, I get fired though, up. The, I get fired up thinking about this. The commentary is legendary, though, with Martin Tyler. Oh Aguero! Oh, my God. It's amazing. Absolutely incredible. Like, that, just the whole scene. And that's ridiculous. I want to have that title race this year. I want to have... Hopefully Chelsea come in at the end it and just won't be Man U. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not Man U. Definitely not Man U. I want Chelsea to come in and steal it at the end. All right, we're gonna go to another one, another famous one. Commentary. Be nicer this time. Fernando Torres, who is not exactly Alves. Yet another cross from him. Yet another defensive header from Chelsea. He's there to win it back though. This shot for a handball. Is it? Fernando Torres. This could be the most dramatic story of the season. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. All right, so if you guys can't guess that, that's a pretty distinct kind of crazy one. That is Barcelona versus Chelsea 2012 Champions League um, semi final, I believe. Uh, I, I forget who's the, who's the commentator. I can't remember. Um, so basically, Fernando Torres is chilling in his own half. Um, Barcelona is trying to score for the goal differential. They need a goal to be able to move on. And Chelsea, they clear the ball. Maybe possible handle. They clear the ball. Fernando Torres is on the run. He's on the fast break. One-on-one with the goalie. Runs all the way down in Camp Nou. Away at Barcelona. No one thought Chelsea would win. And he goes, and that famous commentary, oh, just, he scores and a beautiful, absolutely beautiful goal. Legendary. That's like the glory. That's the glories of Chelsea right there. Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres. Was that the year that Drogba hit that penalty kick? Yeah. Beat Bayern. Yeah. So that was they went. They then went on. They came back in the game before too. But they um, they then went on to the final at Bayern, like in yeah Allianz Arena. Yeah. Allianz. Yeah. Allianz Arena. Was it Long who missed that? Someone missed it. Someone. No. No. It was. Schweinsteiger. Someone missed that. 
Someone, someone missed someone famous. Someone yeah. missed like the fifth kit shot. It was like four four. Then yeah. Drogba stepped and, up. But they Chelsea were they were in the 89th minute and they had that header. Didier mm. Drogba headed right. it just around Manuel Neuer and snuck into the top. That was ridiculous. And Fernando Torres, incredible player. He I think he's away. He's in Japan now. Really? I I, I think he's, in, he's playing for. Or he's either playing. He could be getting Japan. money. I think he's yeah. playing in Japan. Like, but he was he was a legend at Chelsea and a legend at um, at. Atletico Madrid as well, his hometown team. Get that bag. Oh, there it was. It was Gary Neville. That's what it was. The commentator is Gary, Gary Neville, Neville with that uh, that little that famous scream there when he scored. All right. So now we're gonna. Do you want to do the uh, the coach breakdown a little bit now, or? Hmm. Oh, it's up to you. All right. Well, I just want to highlight some. Oh, we you know that's what we forgot about Liga. We how could we forget? How In could France. we forget? So basically. Uh, how much to talk about. What was that? It's just PSG's running away with it. That's the rumor it. rumor on the block today. Terry Henry might be coming in as the coach of Monaco. He's on a short list right now. Really? They're expected to sack their coach at the end of the week. And Terry Henry, superstar name, superstar team, lots of money going around. Superstar team? Bring the attention. Bring the attention. Really, superstar team in Monaco. They're, I mean, they used to. Uh, they're they're trying to, like a training ground for famous players. I mean, Mbappe was there. Yeah. Falcao was there. Falcao. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying to attract those big Silva, names. Bakayoko. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to attract those big names. Get a big name coach. It's good for the media. It's good for the fans. They want to see it. He's a French legend. Yeah, but do you think they have the the money to be a big club in Ligue 1? Monaco, man. So much money. <laughs> yeah, Oil money. They're losing everyone. They will. They will. <coughs> they will drain Saudi Arabia's oil fields just to secure. That's how PSG a win. is so good right now. Fly Emirates, man. Fly Emirates. Fly Emirates. Yeah, well, what are they doing with their Mbappe cash? All the people they've sold in the past couple of years. Very sketchy. Very sketchy. It's 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 a. They're just it's pocketing the cash over there. Yeah. But so anyway, speaking of. Uh, Basically, when you think of the French league, it's PSG. PSG had a really good game, five-one. Mbappe scored four goals. Four goals. Four in goals. Eight minutes. Yeah, four, four goals in eight. Oh, I love Mbappe. He's so, he's the golden boy. He's on like the Ballon d'Or golden boy list, and yeah. he should undoubtedly win. I saw a funny meme where Neymar, everyone was celebrating Mbappe, and Neymar was just staring at him because oh, yeah. he's now he's in the shadow of Mbappe a little bit, trying to get out of the shadow of Messi. But I saw a stat that said uh, there's kind of a bromance between Neymar and Mbappe on the field. They they assist in each other way more than they assist Cavani, which is a little. That weird. that reminds me of that like that like Bale Ronaldo dynamic. Yeah. That like should be great, but. No, fell I think apart. no. Like Neymar and Mbappe play well. They just haven't been because last year, um, they didn't it's play that well. That's the, the odd man out, definitely. Cavani's Cavani. definitely the odd man out there. Yeah, yeah Cavani's. I mean, Cavani's so, ages over. Zlatan and him. They, they no, he still has time. he still has time. They just need to prove. I mean. Cavani played really well in the World Cup for Uruguay until he got injured. Of course, yeah. And so I think that uh, they just have to get tested in the Champions League and play well in the Champions League. They did play Real Madrid last year. And Julian Neymar Draxler got injured is still the, there. They have amazing. They have Buffon now. They have they're solid with Buffon at the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ariel is good as well. But yeah, great team. Not, it's a great not team. Buffon not Buffon level. Not at all. Something a little fun to talk about right now. Yeah. Today, questions have been coming up about following the World Cup in 2026. Hosted by you know Mexico, America, Canada, will there be a combined North American league? Is it time for a combined Liga MX with MLS? Does Canada have one? 
They, oh, sh- they share no. them, don't they? They probably have some. <laughs> like, they, they, yeah, they have their own like smaller yeah, leagues. Yeah, smaller. Yeah, because there's always like a Canadian FA or like whatever cup yeah, yeah, yeah. thing going on. I mean, and Toronto FC wins every year because they're stacked. They do have like a Champions League type thing. Kunkakov, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, club team wise, what if they played? What if what if there was a first tier, a second tier? Would that make the game more competitive? I say yeah. Without Ooh. without relegation, without relegation in the United States, and it's the it's the long standing battle. When yeah, yeah, yeah. when will the MLS surpass Mexico? Because it's bound to happen one of these days with the amount of money. Oh, in yeah. in the sport here, in America, there has to be there has to be so much desire to get like guys here who want to play and oh, bring yeah. like a real style to the game, not like American soccer. Like, make it competitive, make people want to come play here. Obviously, you're never gonna crack the top five leagues in Europe, but don't become a laughingstock. Beat out the Mexican teams. Show me what you can do. Lately, Red Bulls, um. Galaxy now. NYCFC. We're not talking about them. They don't exist. They stole New York's fan base. Don't want to talk about that front runner. Big team. Red Bulls guy. <laughs> Big Red Bulls guy. Huge. Red not Bulls talking guy. about that. <laughs> LAFC. Did we talk about? Um, oh, I haven't played it. We sh- we should see if LAFC is in FIFA 19. I do have FIFA 19. I I got it too. Do you have a PlayStation? Oh. Uh, Xbox. Oh, okay. They must. They must be. Yeah, they have to. They be. have to yeah. be. In, yeah, in, I I want to play as them. I LAFC wanna... really. Who's Carlos Vela, right? You yeah. See LA Derby. We could have. Yeah, we could. That'd be a good game. Where's the Joseph Martinez? Is he Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. And they got like Diamande now. <laughs> do you guys follow the MLS that well? I don't really. I follow do. It. I do. I uh, should probably follow it more, but. I just have a friend who is a giant NYCFC fan, so I watch wow. a couple games because of that. It's fun at Where's Yankee Stadium at? too. Where's he at? College. Like here. No, he's uh, out of Chicago. I was gonna tell him come through. I'll come clobber through. clobber him in FIFA. <laughs> New York Derby. The New York the Hudson Derby, yeah. It's it's real. It's real. Yeah. New Jersey constantly underrepresented in the sports world. Harrison, New Jersey, Rebel Arena is our team. The Viking Army. <laughs> the South Ward. That is us. We run New York. What? New York is red. What do you think of Never be blue. David Beckham's Never. team? What is it, Miami? Miami? Ooh, that's a good t- that's a good conversation start. Miami FC, created recently by David Beckham. I really, really like the idea because, I mean, Miami is like an international city, especially with like a, yeah. a, a soccer. Um, got a big name behind it. Got a big name behind that it. Latin he, fan base. Yeah, exactly. Latin fan base. Like mm. proven soccer fans. Okay. And it's possible that they could get – one of these, he's been trying to get stars, David Beckham, like okay. maybe uh, an old, older Messi or maybe Antoine Griezmann was looking into do, into going there. Right. Jermaine, Defoe, Ronaldo. Jermaine Defoe wants to come back to the MLS. He said today, said he wouldn't rule it out. I mean, see, it's a great, it's a great. But idea we, but we team. don't want, we don't want as MLS fans, we don't want those older players. We uh, want, we want that talent. young talent, because that is what progresses the game. We don't want to be. We don't want to be the retirement home. So, <coughs> people in Europe go between all the clubs. Anyhow, they all end up at the same top 10 clubs so you're either going to be in the netherlands and lose all your players to barcelona or you're going to be in america and lose your players to psg like it's, it's the same thing Bayern munich starting to buy american players yeah, you see or he's canadian but it's the mls see a lot of american players in uh, bundesliga matt miazga actually got bought by chelsea rebels yeah. player rebels have a huge pipeline to europe so that's yeah. that's good for the sport West people 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 know where they should start out their careers come to america show us what you can do yeah, and the U.S. 
national team. Plug, plug, plug. They play uh, against Colombia on tomorrow. They play tomorrow. No Pulisic, though. No Pulisic, yeah. He, so he's still, yeah, he's not playing on the... Uh, no, I think he's injured. Injured, okay. Um, so they're playing a friendly against Colombia, so it definitely would be a good barometer for us. And know. the U.S. women's national team. Yeah. They playing play- right now. What, against Trinidad and Tobago? one nothing on Trinidad and Tobago. They beat Mexico uh, last week, so it's looking good for in terms of qualifying. We should hopefully easily qualify Possession's for the women's world. Eighty-two percent right now. <laughs> They're dominant. My girl Alex Morgan with the goal. Of course. Also, huge, Rapino. Huge I, I saw Megan Rapino was on the Ballon d'Or female list as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, Megan Rapino is playing really, really well. Alex Morgan is still number one in my heart, <laughs> in the heart of this nation. Yeah, uh, Carly Lloyd. Also, don't forget about her. Don't Ar- sleep on arguably her. Arguably better. I think she had a better World Cup. So the United States has beaten ago. Mexico, Panama, and now they're playing Trinidad and Tobago. Is it their they last have not, game? They have not let up a single goal. It's their last game. All right, so they're going to qualify. Clean sheets all around. I see I see another win in our future. Yeah. Is that 6-0 against Mexico? 6-0 against Mexico. Yeah, I, I, I watched the highlights from the game. I'd be embarrassed. They, they were just, it's too easy. They were passing by, sweating the goalie, sweaty goals. And so... I honestly think, though, that every time, especially in 2015, the, the U.S., everyone was behind the, the women's national team. So exciting to have yeah. that, the, the national pride. So I'm, I'm honestly very hyped for them to play. Um, They're the best national team France. we have right now. Yeah. They are. And 100%. they didn't play well in the Olympics recently. Uh, yeah, didn't yeah, they, 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 they lost. Know? No, no, no. They lost and they got early, I think, in the quarterfinals to Sweden. Yeah. So they want to prove themselves, definitely, and young players. Um, I'm pretty sure that um, Crystal Dunn is, gonna, is on the roster. Or hopefully she'll be on the final World Cup roster. She didn't make it uh, last time for the World Cup. She was left out. And Mallory Pugh is going to be on there. So the exciting young talent. It's the same game as the men's. They, it can, is the they, same can, game. they will out-dribble you. They'll break your ankles. It's honestly amazing that they're in France, though, because it's such a positive like, like soccer culture there. Yeah. And the fields, I'm pretty sure, are going to be playing on grass, which they've been pushing for. Um, it's going to be an amazing tournament, especially if, with all the fervor that's still in France right now about soccer. Yeah, let's keep the ball rolling. Let's keep it going. Definitely. All right, so we're going to end today's stoppage time with th- This One's For You by David Guetta featuring Zara Larson. It was at the, the Euros, hosted by France in 2016. That was the main song. It's a perfect way to end it. Just talking about France. Vive la France. Vive la France. Sacre bleu. And Golo Conte. And go Locante. That's all I know. Um, so want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Matthew, for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Great show today. And look forward to seeing everyone, audience, if you're still listening out there, seeing you next week from 7 to 8. Appreciate you tuning to Stoppage Time. It's the beautiful game. The beautiful game. <laughs> Peace out. Have a great week.